So Mara Global is actually a very big company and was uh, first established back in 1996 by Ashish Dakar. Um, uh, the headquarters are actually in Dubai and they employ, employ approximately 11,000 people. So it's a very, very big business. Uh, they're active in 22 countries and uh, they're in uh, technology, manufacturing, financial services, agriculture and real estate. So it's a, it's a very big business and uh, they've been quite successful uh, actually and uh, perhaps not so much in South Africa uh, we've learned recently. Well, let's go to the South African example because they started off with uh, reportedly their own cash injection of around 1.5 billion rand, working capital and trade finance derived from the IDC Mm. and Standard Bank. And before we even get to the tax break by government, how much money in total was used to start the business year? So it's it's a bit confusing. Apparently, Mara Phones Global um, promised an investment of about 1.5 billion rand, and half of that they used to set up the factory. And uh, there was also funding from the Industrial Development Corporation. And the initial five-year funding for the project uh, at implementation stood at around 492 million rand. And the Industrial Development Corporation was the main lender for the project. So uh, they were giving funding of about uh, 238 million rand. Um, um, but Marphones failed to, to raise the remaining funds, uh, so this is when uh, Standard Bank stepped in uh, to provide that. And um, it seems, uh, you know, the factory's performance and sales were so dismal uh, that these two main lenders, uh, Standard Bank and the IDC, then uh, decided to step in and rather pull the plug much earlier than the, the five years they'd initially planned. Yeah, because two uh, years, so, yeah. yeah, two years is a, a very <laughs> short period in which to not only capitalize a business successfully and and mm. and and get it off the ground, uh, but also then to pull the plug on it. But the tax break provided by government under this now defunct section 121 tax allowance, has it been used in the past for for, for, uh, Greenfields investments, for, for, for new businesses that are breaking ground in South Africa? I would have to check on that, Udo. I'm not uh, <laughs> too informed on, on that on that point. I think, yeah, it's 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 just it is uh, very sad, and um, uh, it tells the tale of you know what what really went wrong here. How bad was the situation that they'd you know given been given this tax break, this 100 million rand tax break, and um, and things st- still didn't work out because there are companies that don't get these types of tax breaks, and and they managed to be successful. Um, and then, of course, you, you've mentioned now as well the communication services contract so mm. so they were granted uh, the the status of preferred manufacturer under a government's rt 15 2021 communications contract uh, just for the listeners um, uh, to put this into basic terms it's actually a type of agreement that uh, the government enters into to give their state employees discounts on mobile packages and devices so they can take it out via this facility and uh, yeah they good get good deals on on, on smartphones and packages with the intent of using these packages for their work purposes. Um, but, but yeah, even, even with these accommodations, you know, um, they weren't able to get those uh, sales numbers that they wanted. And, yeah, it's, it, it's, um, <laughs> it's troubling. Anna, from a production point of view, how many phones were leaving the factory floor? This is the thing. We don't know anything about this, Udo. So we have sent um, queries repeatedly to Morophones about, uh, you know, uh, some sales figures. We understand sometimes they can be... Uh, and financial repercussions for shareholders if they reveal this information. Mm. Um, but they've given no indication as to whether the sales have been good, you know, fair, um, bad, or they're working on improving them. There's been no indication from them 
uh, over the course of the factory's operation, um, uh, how well the, the sales went. Um, I, I think uh, the big problem is, uh, you know, I, the IDC and Mara Farms have blamed the factory's failure on the COVID-19 mm. pandemic primarily. And I see the IDC has admitted that, you know, they underestimated the competition, but it's, it's uh, poignant to tell the tale that the, the, our own readers and many South Africans pointed out when these phones were launched, you know, um, Jan Aleman, as they play mm-hmm. on the street, could, could tell you um, <laughs> that the competition was just simply too strong. I mean, we had this plethora of alternative established brands already in the country. Yeah. Um, you've got Huawei, you've got Xiaomi, you've got Vivo and Samsung. You've got all these phones at the same price points. And as far as we could tell, my smartphones weren't, you know, they were quite decent and mm. high quality. The president himself said that, and I think uh, we had no reason not to believe him on that point. Um, they seemed uh, very, very nice. But I think if you are, you are an unrecognized brand, you have to have something that distinguishes you from the competition. And um, often what companies do is they have price. They, mm. they beat. Mm the other ones on prices, but they simply didn't do this. And, and I, I mean, it's, you can just tell from all the comments online on these stories um, that people, many people have never seen the Mara smartphone. I don't know if you've ever seen one. I've never seen no, one. No, I've, I've seen a couple of billboards <laughs> here and there, and I'm not even sure if it's directly yeah. for Mara, but it looked looks like the unit. Listen, the reason why we, we're even having this mm. conversation is because as a team, we're becoming more and more interested in if we are going to be manufacturing, producing in South Africa, what are the lessons that should be learned and, and what are the mm. areas we need to focus on? I, I'm hoping that, that the Mara experience in South Africa is not going to turn entrepreneurs off to technology in South Africa. Yes, that's certainly, certainly something we, we wouldn't hope uh, would happen. I mean, this is sort of a, a repeat of another factory, the Yukani Manufacturing Plant in East London, which was also shut down. Um, and, and they initially promised to manufacture smartphones and, and tablets and laptops as well. I believe I, I, they did manage to, to uh, make some uh, decoders for the TV, but they eventually failed as gotcha. well. There's lots of allegations of wrongdoing and corruption there. Um, and they are currently in business rescue. There's been uh, very little updates from, uh, from uh, the court side, but it seems those people, uh, those employees don't have work. And, and yeah, the fact of the matter is it's just sad that so many people have now lost their jobs um, once again. And, um, yeah, it's, it's just, I think it's up to government and, um, these companies to do their research properly before, before they push into a country and, um, and try, try things. I think there certainly are, um, uh, certain products, uh, that uh, appeal to South Africans that, that would do well. Decoders are a very, very good, for, um, uh, good, uh, example. Um, we'll have to see if we can compete on the smartphone front. I mean, countries like China have a big advantage when it comes to you know, economies of scale and these, these issues where it's very difficult for us to compete. But I think if you have a proper marketing strategy, they also did not have a proper marketing strategy, a smart marketing strategy that um, could push a brand. Um, even if your prices are similar, you might get convinced South Africans to, to buy these phones just on the basis that they're proudly South African, they're made, yeah. Mm. and they perform well or, or as well as the competition. And I think it, it could be very, very successful. Um, but yeah. <laughs> we got to leave it there. we got to leave it there. Hannah yes, sure. thank you so much. We look forward to further investigations and we'll keep an eye on the story as well because there's a factory now that is uh, up for auction. I wonder how is, it's going to be used in the future. But that's uh, my broadband reporter, Hanno Labaskagni.